I strongly believe that love is a firm tool that could mar or build a person's level of productivity across various facets of life. Do you believe this too? If you do, let's journey together to the study of the term love. Podcast with Mary Mackie Day. It's amazing having you here. Amazing to be shared with you on how to build your personal development. It's going to be wow. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome back. Talking about love tool, this is a strong tool that could be used positively and also negatively. What is love? Love is a show of affection towards a thing or a person. Now, when you say you love something, it means that you have a you have a special show of affection to that thing so it means you prefer that thing over another it means that that thing stands a better chance in your heart compared to another so if i say i love chocolate to let's say chocolate to biscuits or to plain biscuits or to milk biscuits it means that Anytime I come across chocolate, or most times I come across chocolate and milk biscuits, I would prefer to go for chocolate because I have a special affection for chocolate. And when I see it, I just love to have it. Okay, so love has to go has to do with extra attention. When you say you love something, there's this form of attention you give to that thing, and you know, there's this extra amount you could go for the sake of that thing. Now, how is this related to various facets of life? You would agree with me that when you love something passionately, you can do and undo for certain. For instance, when you love a particular job and it's getting to an extent whereby you're getting tired of the job, it's quite stressful. But the fact that you love that job gives you a strong push to keep moving. When you love a particular job, regardless of the ups and downs you face in that job, something will keep pushing you, and that thing is called the love you have for it. But let's look at it. If it's a job you don't like, you don't even you don't even like chocolates of love, automatically you get weighed, you get weighed down easily, you get the could even lead to depression, it could lead to you giving up it could lead to you regretting ever starting the job in the first place but if you love the job in the midst of the challenges that fact the fact that you love the job the fact that you love what you're doing will be a constant push in ensuring that you keep doing 
that's what you need to do at that organization now let's look at another facet if you love your family regardless of their flaws you will still keep showing up for them if you love your family and you know probably the stabbing your back or there's no strong of strong form of unity or there's something that displeases you over and over but the fact that you love your family to be very easy for you to overlook those flaws and move on let's look at something else if you love let's look at food now okay let's look at um say you love eating rice and like let's say you love eating love eating french love eating somebody loves eating rice and another loves eating um give me an let, let me think of an instant of another food rather somebody loves eating fries you love eating boiled food and rice is your your best and another person loves eating fries now when you come to a place of choice where you have fried where you have fries and you have boiled especially the rice you love i would expect on a ratio of 90 to 10 or 80 to 20 that you would go for rice because of the level of love you have built for boiled food okay so except you would only go for fr- for fries when you just feel like having another taste that's just that would just be the major thing driving you to take in fries but because of your love for rice you know you might want to enter your eye like ah, no, no, no. for instance i love taking snails so if i have i love taking snails i don't like catfish now imagine i go to a place and then i have the option of taking snail snail sauce probably with with fries or something and then i have another option of taking pepper soup catfish because it is pepper soup catfish if it was pepper soup with another protein i might go for it but because it's catfish i don't know i don't really like catfish so you don't expect i wouldn't expect myself to go for catfish because i don't love it because i don't i don't even like it because of loving it okay so but then if i see snail sauce uh uh if at the moment i realize that it's on the list i will not think twice before going for it so that's what love could do love is a very strong will in fact many times love makes you you know that's what they say love is blind imagine i have other list probably the the snail sauce is on the fourth on the fourth on the fourth list on the fourth row of the list so far i've heard that is snail sauce i may not even bother to request for to know the other food on the list i just say oh you have that wow wow, wow. bring it bring it bring it bring it bring it that's what love does to you so where am i driving at when you love something you go extra miles for that thing let's go to relationship The reason why well according to my own school of thought the reason why I feel some partners do what they do is because they don't love their partner in in terms of negative things now you cannot tell me you love your partner 
and you cheat on your partner. I am not a relationship coach for crying out loud. I, I don't even think I am an expert in relationship matters. But I'm just saying from my own perspective, you cannot claim to love somebody and then you want to hurt the person. You cannot claim to love somebody and you disrespect the person. You cannot claim to love somebody and you know that this is the dislike of this person and you're intentionally doing it to harm the person. Excuse you, that's not love. Remember, I'm not yet to preach love. <laughs> I'm not yet to preach love in the relationship aspect. I'm not trying to talk generally for my own school of thought, from my own perspective. But I, feel, I believe that you cannot claim, if you claim to love somebody, why should you do high service? If you claim to love somebody, why should you, you know, what's high service? High service is doing highly regarding a person or a duty all on the level of pretense. So it means that you are not really doing that from your heart, but you're only doing that to pretend as though has you really care. You know, that is seen very well at jobs. You see some persons deep down, many persons that talk ill of their bosses. You see, when they see these bosses around, you see the way they can't be carrying files from... <laughs> They'll be carrying files from room to room, carrying files from offices to offices. They'll be carrying files. They'll, you know, oh, brother, ma, can I help you? Do, can I help you do something? Do you have something you want me to do? Oh, that is high service. You know, it's just it's a fake lifestyle. <laughs> All right. So, but you cannot claim if you truly love what you're doing. If you really truly love your work, you would do it not because you want your boss to think you're working, but you rather do it because. You love what you're doing. You rather do it because you f- you understand the place of your duty, and you want to fix your obligations without any flaws, or probably be without any any stop. Because it's also you're employed in the first place. You're employed to do your work. So why should you do your work on the on the on the level of eye service? Okay, let's return back. That's not where I'm going to. So when we say you love something, when you say you love something, when we say a person loves a thing, you can go extra mile for that thing. Let's look at what the scripture says. Remember, I am a Christian. And um, let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13. From the scriptures, you know, I like that chapter very well. It talks about, it talks deeply about the word love and in fact when you deeply look at the meaning of of how it it expresses love you know it makes you understand that love is quite strong it goes beyond just saying i love you (laughs) you know love the word love has been misinterpreted love the word love has has actually gone beyond the the way we use it has gone way beyond the value or has gone lesser okay has actually displayed a lesser value of it but rather love is stronger than the way we display it are you ready now start first question chapter 13 verse 1 says though i speak with the songs of men and of angels, but have no love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. So if 
I speak in tongues of men and of angels. You know, if I have the sonorous voice and I speak like an angel, thus says the Lord. You know, I begin to speak, speak softly. I begin to speak like, um, I speak with an angelic voice. I speak regardless of how I speak, regardless of how I express myself, even though I express myself as the, as the, as the love, the most lovely person on this earth. If I don't love, that expression is just becoming sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. I am just making a noise. I would just be making a noise. So it's not about acting that you are, you have an angelic nature. In fact, I know somebody likes to say, I am an angel. I am a sweet. <laughs> this person used to tell, this person used to say that, he say that, that she knows that she's an angel, that it was a prophecy. <laughs> Please, baby, let me love her, girl. That there was a prophecy that when she was coming to the head, she was told, her parents were told that it's an angel that would be born. So she always says in her conversation over and like, I am an angel. I am an angel. <laughs> so that is why I'm sweet. I don't know. It's possible. It's not. I don't know. I'm not here to actually chat that matter. That's not my none of my business. But then, why should you be shouting the up and down that you're an angel? If you feel you're an angel, express it. Express the love generally. Let everybody know. Let people be the one to say that. Wow, she acts so sweet. She's she she genuinely loves. Not that you should put a signpost on your head as such as I'm an angel. <laughs> oh my God! All right. So that's that. Let's go to verse 2. I hope you're enjoying this. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but I have no love, I am nothing. Even though you have the manifestations of the gift of the Spirit, you can prophesy, you have faith, you could tell, you could raise the dead, you could do all of those things, you could tell to a mountain, move, and it will move. If you do not have love, you are nothing. That's what the scripture says. Okay, I hope you're following me. Can you not say that the power of love is really, really strong and mighty? Love goes beyond the way we express it in the human nature. Love goes beyond the word saying, I love you. It goes beyond that. Okay, I love you. What else? You could say I love you with your lips over and over and then you're not expressing it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Not below yourself. So if you say you love somebody, it means that you highly regard them just the same way you regard yourself. You do to them what you want others to do to you. You don't disrespect somebody you love. It's not possible. How do you do it? I don't know. But for me, I can't. I don't know. It's not easy to disrespect somebody you love. Uh Uh-uh. Even though it's a child. You know, I tell children a lot. I tell them because I coach children too. I tell children that, see, when it comes to respect, respect is should be offered regardless of age. I, I, I don't expect myself to open the bag of a child behind the, the, behind the child. That's disrespect. 
except probably I'm the mother and I want to offload the things from the back. Okay, except that. But then why should I open a personal property of a person, even though it's a child? I see your post and then I start opening to see the content in it. I see your diary, I pick it up and I start reading. That's disrespect. It's wrong. So you cannot claim to love somebody and then you're disrespecting them. You're taking taking hold of their properties anyhow. You're talking to them anyhow. You're talking to them with vulgar languages, talking to them in a rude way. You don't know how to say sorry. Yes, you don't say sorry to adults alone. Even children deserve sorry. Even people younger than you deserve sorry. Your younger siblings deserve sorry when necessary. Do you see that the word love has no restriction? You don't just express love to only your relationship partner. No. You don't just express love to only your religious leaders. You see some persons, the way they respect their religious leaders. It's so adorable, but excuse you, they don't do it to they only do it to them. They don't do it to their spouses. They don't do it to their parents. They don't do it to their siblings. If you fall on this table, please shake the table, shake the table, shake the table, and turn on your leaf. I even say that as hypocrisy. You see some persons, when they see a certain, a certain person, for instance, you see some persons, when they see their in-laws, <laughs> Oh my God, I think I, I'm in the mood of shaking some tables. You know, when they see their in-laws, they say, all oh, in-laws to be. Oh, some people can pretend a lot. You see their in-laws to be, and you see the woman carrying something, they say, oh, mommy, bring it, mommy, bring <laughs> What you don't do to your own mommy? <laughs> you know that kind of thing? You see, you see something that could have made you express yourself, and then you're like, mm, let me swallow it. But the real you would have expressed yourself. So why are you deceiving yourself? So, you know, you are doing that. That's, I count that as pretense so that after the marriage, then you will not show your true color. Okay, a friend was sharing this, an instance with me. And then she said, a friend, was it a friend or a sister? Okay, that, yes, her sister was, when she was, before she got married, anytime she goes to, her, fam- her husband's family. She would say, oh, bring your clothes, let me wash them. Oh, bring this, let me do. She would get there. She would be kneeling down even for the last burn of the house. <laughs> Hypocrisy. You know, she would be doing, oh, eh. She would be going, ah, what do you want me to do? Eh. She was forming nice wife to be. <laughs> Okay, so she said, she said she would, she was, you know, in your bad tribe many times, you know, some of those things, it's quite compulsory, you know, they do it, you know, even, even to the last one of the house, you call them, you, you call them, you put a tag to their names. So, so you don't call their names barely like that. You call them brother, sister, <laughs> aunt. Well, in this modern age now it has reduced drastically anyways but then i don't i'm not against that it's actually a very good thing but then if it's not coming from your heart please don't be an hypocrite do what suits you mm? now you know she was doing that all the all the children of the fa- of the house of her husband's family she was tagging them she gave them brother sister even to the ah, even to five-year-old why now that's that's way too far okay now she was that was what she was doing 
and that's what she did and you know when she get there she will cook she will wash clothes she will sweep the whole compound she will do all of those things she was going here going there acting the good wife to be <laughs> all right so gang 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 when they got married they said the first after they got married her first return to the family house she said she now told all of them that hello everybody I am now a wife in this family and I deserve some sort of respect. <laughs> what does she mean by respect? Listen, 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 listen. I hope you're enjoying this gist. Okay, so, and then she now told all of them that henceforth, you guys have no right to send me on unnecessary errand. She started giving them rules and regulations. She started giving them rules and regulations. It was like, it was a joke. Immediately at that spot, all those persons she was calling brother, sister, she removed it immediately. Why? So why, why did she leave that kind? Let's continue. <laughs> all right. And then so she, she, she told them, she started giving them rules and regulations. To cut your story short, according to the source, <laughs> which happens to be her sibling, she no longer does anything responsible in the house. She, you know, everything she was doing before, sweep, wash clothes, she stopped it completely. She be, she became a box of her own. Even when her child pees, even when her child, you know, when she, even, she, when she gave birth and she goes to the family house and her child should poo, she would sit down and start commanding all her in-laws to go and take care of that child. It was that bad. They, she said, they said she was so, she, she became so rude to her in-laws. She became, she, so she, see, she was now telling them, I see, I am, do you guys take me for a fool? I'm not a fool. I only acted that out because I was not yet married to you people. But now I am a part of the family and you can't, I cannot afford you guys to treat me like trash. Well, there may be some sort of sense in what she's saying. But then she went it the wrong way. She did it the wrong way. Why pretend to be an angel when you know you are a serpent? <laughs> I feel that it's better you express yourself. Don't be an hypocrite. Just be you. You'll be loved for who you are. Then leaving, you know, that which she has done, she had actually left a bad, a bad signal of herself she had left a bad stigma that might never be removed until she turns a new leaf now she'll be seen as a bad person it's not bad to decide a particular life for yourself but the point is whatever stand you want to take take it from the beginning let the whole world know this is who you are that's it let the whole world know oh well for our wife this is she has her boundaries. She has this. Let your boundaries be obviously known. Don't be an hypocrite. Don't be this before you got married. And then be this after you got married. Now let's go back to our gist. Love, love, love. Verse 3 of that, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 
says, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be born, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Now look at this. Even though I let go of my properties, even though I give out my money, even though I give out my food, even though I allow myself to be born for the sake of another, if I don't love, I am only deceiving myself. Since it profits me nothing. So it means you you could even give grudgingly. You could give, you know, <laughs> let me use another instance. I know somebody who is a giver. This woman is a giver. But you know one funny thing about her? Anytime you come to her and maybe you just maybe you just walk by or you came to greet her, she will not start telling you that, ah, see that woman going, that clothes that she's wearing, I was gonna give it to her. She said, ah, I have a very good attitude. Do you know that this family, hmm, they didn't have anything to eat yesterday. They came to me, I was going to give them food. And then I'll be like, really? In my mind, actually. You know, that actually irritates me a lot. And in fact, that makes me very, very careful. Even when she says she wants to give me something, I used to decline because I know she would tell that story to somebody else. And it would be, you know, she's, the way she's going to say it, it be, she would say it in a way as though has. This person is poor. This person is hungry. And I fed them. No! It should be a secret between you and the person. I don't like that kind of thing. You Because you gave somebody something, you now, you now decided to use a mic or use a speaker to announce to the whole world. That's... I feel you've had your reward. I don't know. But that's what I feel. I feel you've had your reward that way. Okay. So, you know, that scripture has told us you can actually give to the needy. You can add, but you, and yet, have no love. If you do that, you have nothing to gain. You absolutely nothing. If God has privileged you to be, to express yourself to somebody, to be a source of blessing to somebody, please do it without without shouting to the whole world to know let it be a secret between you and the person you don't have to make a loud noise about it except on very special occasions whereby probably there's a reason to um discuss it and you know you have to be very very careful of sometimes you might not even disclose the identity of the person do you get it that's a better way to do things Okay, verse 4. Love suffers long and is kind. Let's can you see the definition of love? Love suffers long. Love is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Love is not puffed off. It's not it's not prideful. Love does not behave rudely. Love does not seek its own. Love is not stingy. Love is not greedy. Love is not provoked. Love thinks no evil. You see, if you love your boss, you will not think evil of your boss. If you love your spouse, you will not think evil of your spouse. If you love a thing, you would guide it jealously. That's it. So the reason why you are acting that way to that thing is because you don't love it. Build love. Yes, you can build love. Okay? Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. But what doesn't vanish is what we call love. Love doesn't vanish. I hope you got value from this podcast. Build love when necessary. 
See, it's possible that you just naturally don't like a thing. It's very possible. But then, you could build your mindset. It, you know, every all these things we're saying start from the mindset. So you could actually build your mindset in a way at which it expresses love. True. Yeah, practically, let me use a practical example. You know, there are times whereby I just have to build, I have to consciously build love towards a particular thing. Because I mean, I'm, I'm somebody that don't, I'm, I'm not so much attracted to things. I hardly get attracted to things. I hardly get attracted to things. So I just, I, 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 I really go beyond the level of like towards things. And, you know, but I had to build my mindset. I had to work consciously on my mindset and you see it has worked for me it is working for me and it will continue to work for me love is a powerful charm a very powerful charm that could help build on my you so that is why you have to be very very careful how you make use of love but i majorly con this podcast is majorly concerned about how love could build you how love could build your job could build your career could build your family could build your friendship could build your relationships with people could build your business could build you need love when you don't love what you're doing how do you how do you go extra miles is when you love god you want to converse with him is when you love your business that you go extra miles, but you see, have you come across somebody who who is talking here of his business before? Have you have come across that person before? And you ask the person, but then why are you into this business when you don't love it? And then you hear, you know, now man will survive. Man will survive. See, it's better you drop that thing you don't like doing. Since you don't like that job you're doing, it's better you you actually leave the job and go for what you love. It sounds easy, I know. Probably what you love, you is not attainable. So you now decided, let me just go for this. But it's not good for your mental health. Let me give an instance, personal example. I once worked in an organization where I think I've shared it on year before. I think I've shared it on one of my one of my episodes before. I don't. I if I I never connected from. I didn't like that place at all. You know, so anytime I'm going to work, I'm always like, oh, I'm going again. But trust me, I did not use more than three months at that organization. I couldn't cope because I knew if I continue to stay here, I will be hurting my mental health. I had to leave. And luckily for me, the next place I was, I stayed there for a long, long duration. In fact, I didn't leave until I had a reason to be transferred. I had to know. I had a reason to go for a program that was why i left if not i wouldn't have left i enjoyed my stay there from the beginning to the end and i i was very very productive do you get it so it's better to go for what you love than forcing yourself in a place whereby your mental health is at stake all right guys you can build love can work around love you can make love happen so far you set your mind on it and so far you believe it can happen yes it will happen 
all right all right all right it's time for our affirmation i like it to say after me hi choose to love i love my neighbors as myself i would express love in the proper way i refuse to be an enemy against enemy of love i choose to love my job i choose to love my family i choose to respect others i choose to be a good replica of the nature of love wherever i find myself love will work for me love would not work against me yes all right guys thank you for listening to my episode if you have any thank you for listening to this episode if you have a review i'll be glad to have your review feel free to send a review to me directly on whatsapp 081 plus 234 sorry plus 234 i am in nigerian so that's why i'm giving you the code for nigeria telephone numbers plus 234 plus 234 or you send a direct message to me on my social media platforms on instagram my Instagram username is I am Mary Mackinde together. I am Mary Mackinde on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. I am my username is Mary Mackinde. Thank you very much, guys. I love you. I love. I'm not just saying I love you because I want to say, but I really love you. Thank you.